Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com Today we continue in our series on Pirkei Avot, Ethic of the Fathers, on Mishnah number 7, in which Nitai of Arbel says, Distance yourself from a bad neighbor, do not associate with, wicked with a wicked person, and did not, do not despair of retribution. So, first of all, we have to understand what is a, a bad neighbor. And here in the book of Visions of the Fathers by Rabbi Abraham Tversky, he explains that a bad neighbor not necessarily means the person that lives next to you. It can be any person or any environment that is a bad neighbor. And that we have to be very careful not to associate ourselves with evil people because at the end of the day we will end up becoming like them. And sadly, when a person lives in an environment that is not conducive to holiness and it's really an, a not good environment where values and the moral, uh, and the moral values are, are degraded, the person comes to believe this is, uh, this is normal, this is the way we live, this is normal. And we see today in our generation of the millennials how uh, the moral uh, level has dropped immensely because for today things that were not right 20 years ago, 10 years ago, for them today is completely normal. It's something that they don't even question. It's like normal. And uh, so what, this is what the Mishnah is really telling us, is that we have to be very careful and we have to have very high standards in our, in our lives. We have to know very well what's right and what's wrong, not according to us as human beings, but according to a higher authority, which is, the, which is Hashem. And when a person lives up to what Hashem is telling us what is right and what is wrong, then his ideals of righteousness are going to be much higher. Uh, when it says do not associate with a wicked person, uh, he says here that the word for a friend is haver, which means attachment. And there is a mitzvah to help people who are suffering, who are not in the right way, who are not in the right place, spiritually, physically. It is a mitzvah to help people come out of those places. But we have to be very careful how we befriend them and how we connect to them because sometimes by trying to help someone out, we can really drown ourselves with them. I remember many years ago in school, in high school, I read a book called There's a Certain Smell to um, Putrid, Podrido, Cierto Olor a Podrido. It was a, a Spanish book and it was a story of a, of a boy who was a, a heroin addict and the father decided that he was going to start uh, taking drugs to understand his son. So he could understand why the son behaved in such a way and how, why he was addicted and how how he could help him come out of it. But sadly, the father became worse than the son, and at the end, he died. So we have to be very careful in how we help people in a way in which we don't get um, drawn by the current. Like, it can be like a ripple, ripple wave, a rip wave, that you have to be careful that you're not gonna be uh, drawn, drawn down and drowned. So when we help people who have a disease, that for example, he, he gives here an analogy of a doctor. When a doctor helps a, a person that has a disease that is contagious, the doctor takes all the, 
precautions to not get infected. So he wears a special gown, he covers his mouth, he covers his hands with gloves, and he washes his hands very well afterwards. He take, takes precautions not in order not to be a, a, not to be able to contract the disease that that person is carrying. Also here, it gives us a beautiful analogy of a, of a, of a machine that has the motor and it has its attachments, like for, let's say the vacuum cleaner. So the vacuum cleaner has the motor and it has its attachments. And the attachments, they attach to the motor, but the motor doesn't attach to the, to the attachments. The motor is uh, an identity by itself. It never attaches to the attachments. So this is how we have to conduct ourselves. This is how we have to feel that we're a motor, that we're there to help, but we will not attach ourselves to these um, situations in which people are drawn into because then we're going to be drawn also and we're going to fall into a very dark hole. And then when it says here the phrase uh, and do not despair of retribution, do, uh, what it's telling us is you can see it in two ways. It says that we should not be misled by apparent success enjoyed by people who are evil. Like sometimes we say, why do the evil prosper? That's one of the biggest questions, uh, philosophical questions of, of, of every time in the history of, of man. Why people that are evil prosper and why do the kind people and the good people suffer? It's a, it's a humongous question. So we cannot answer it 100% because we don't know Hashem's way. We really don't know why Hashem makes people suffer and why He milk makes people uh, prosperous. But uh, we can get a, a certain glimpse from the Torah when it tells us that when a person does a good deed in this world, it, it is accounted. Even if he's the most evil person in the world, if he, for example, takes care of his mother, he honors his parents, and he takes care of them in, a, in an incredible way, he is gonna be benefited by it. And so Hashem, since he doesn't have a place in the world to come, Hashem pays him in this world. And by every kind thing, every good thing they do is paid to them in this world. And this is why we see sometimes that evil people prosper because they have something good that they did. And there's a story of Rabbi Levi Yitzhak of Berdichev that once a sinner came to him, he was a horrible sinner, and he says, explain to me why I am such a rich person and I have such a good life. I, I don't understand if I'm a sinner. And so Rabbi Levi Bikshu says, he said to Rabbi uh, Levi Itzak, he says, it says in the Shema that we will be punished for our sins, so I don't understand why I am a sinner and I, I enjoy life. So Rabbi Levi Itzak responded, my child, the only way you could make this statement is because you have recited the Shema Israel. The, the benefit of reciting the Shema Israel is so huge, the, the merit that you gain because of you, you do the Shema every day is enough for Hashem to compensate you in this world. So this is why we see that uh, sometimes people who are not the best of the best have very good lives. And then, why do good people suffer? It's very hard to explain. We don't know why. We don't know. To be able to explain that question, we would have to go to the first day of creation and understand what happened to that soul from day one and see what, what happened to him through the ages. Because for sure what we're here doing in this world is a tikkun olam. We're correcting the world. 
So sometimes a, a soul has to come to this world to be able to fix something that he uh, didn't fix in his previous life. And sometimes people suffer because Hashem has such a big reward for them in the world to come that the punishment here is to clean the neshama so he can come to the next world and not have uh, anything to clean. And sometimes it's a kindness from God. Any suffering in this world really comes from a good place, comes from a, a kind place of God so we can clean our slate and go clean. And it says here in the Talmud, it states that when a person suffers a tragedy, he's, he is commanded to recite the Braha, God is a just God. So we have to understand that, that Hashem doesn't do anything just because. Everything is made like a negative media, it's measure by measure. Everything is exact. And Rashi is, a caref is careful to explain that in the context, Simha does not mean that we have to be Besimha when we say God is a just judge when we say that when we're suffering we have to say it with simha. And Rashi explains that this simha does not necessarily mean that we have to do it with joy. When a person is sad, it's sad and it's, it's allowed when a person is going through a bad moment to be sad. This, this simha means to be, to have emuna, to have faith in God, to understand that Hashem does everything in a just way. And when a person understands this, then he, he will be able to live Besimhab, will be able to live with joy. So I leave you here. I wish you a good week, a happy, healthy, sweet, sweet week. And remember to look for good friends. Try to always surround yourself with people who are in, in a good spiritual level. And uh, this will help you come higher also. When you're surrounded by kind and good people, this is contagious. You're gonna be, you're gonna want to be kind and good. But if we're surrounded by people who are always talking ugly about other people and they're always uh, with gossip and they're always uh, envious of the friend and they're always uh, uh, complaining about everything, then this, this attitude of these people will also bring us down, won't allow us to be in a higher spiritual way. So remember to live a little higher. Thank you.